Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the Preacher Dad Podcast. My name is Jared and I am the Preacher Dad. I am passionate about the truth in God's Word, that God's Word be proclaimed. I'm also passionate about my family. I love my wife and my eight children. They are um, they are my first ministry. They are the most important thing, the most important um, group of people that I reach. And if you're a parent, your children and your spouse, if you're married, are your first priority. That's your main flock. Those are the ones that you need to impact the most because it's your best opportunity to impact the world for the in the name of Christ, for His sake. Maybe you're out there and you don't have any children, and that's fine. You have different priorities. But if you do have a family, whether you see them all the time or there's some distance from you or um, maybe you don't have children but you have a spouse, that, that, pe- that person, those people, are your top priority. You need to make sure that you put them in the right place. Of course, the Lord Jesus needs to be the very top of that priority. Welcome to today's, uh, today's broadcast. Uh, you know, growing up, I always liked to listen, listen to talk radio. I still listen to talk radio, but it comes more often in the form of podcasts than it does really as uh, uh, <clears throat> actually listening to the radio. The vehicle I'm driving right now doesn't really have a, a working radio. Um, I don't believe. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I do what I can do. But <laughs> this is my opportunity to sort of scratch that itch and pretend to pretend to be a radio talk show host. So welcome. If I can only get sponsors, man, this, this show would get a lot better. So all of you guys out there that are looking to sponsor a radio program, Think about the Preacher Dad podcast, why don't you? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I want to be encouraging to you today. I needed some encouragement today, and a very beautiful uh, young woman uh, encouraged me a great deal. My precious wife, she certainly uh, lifted me up and was the instrument of God's grace to me today when I needed it. So I'm very grateful for some of the things that she said to me that sort of helped to lift me out of the the dumps and maybe you have been there maybe you're there right now and I want this program to be an encouragement to you I want it to lift you up I want it to be something that you can look forward to that uh, picks up your spirit that the Lord uses to help you carry on and press on Um, and so we want to talk about the biblical perspectives the Lord's really the Lord's perspective On everything from parenting to politics, um, we we talk about it all here. But you know, maybe you, you are out there. Maybe you're a mom or a dad, and you're dealing with challenging uh, situations with your children. Maybe you have some uh, marital strife or stress. Um, maybe you are trying to figure out what God wants in your life. Maybe you're fearful. You know, I've spoken to a lot of people lately about 
well, I'm not about anything in particular. But of course, the conflict between Russia and Ukraine comes up and uh, several folks are quite fearful. And you know, I have to be honest, I've struggled against that myself. It's a pretty serious conflict and we just seem to be poking our nose in over there. And I certainly sympathize with the Ukrainian people and the challenges they're facing. And we probably do have a national interest in um, keeping Russia out of Ukraine. But it really never should have gotten to this point, but it just seems to be made so much worse by some of the decisions from the administration right now. But, <clears throat> but here we are. I mean, on the brink, the analysts that I listen to talk about us being on the brink of World War III. That things could spiral out of control quickly. Now we're suddenly multiple nations fighting against one another in the third world war war this is just that's <laughs> just unbelievable and shocking but it does sort of bring us back to the idea of our father is in control of the world the lord rules the nations he's the ruler of the nations and he guides the things that happen uh, day to day between these nations and so that's not to say that we are fatalistic or that we have no part to play or role to play but it does I hope give us some measure of comfort and courage to step forward knowing that the Lord God in heaven the wisest most powerful most kind and loving being that exists the creator of all things, controls these circumstances. And he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will not put you on the shelf and force you to do, endure these things without help. He is there and we know that. And we need to call upon him in the day of trouble. And the Bible says, call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you. The Bible says, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging bread. And that's one that I cling to because I'll tell you what, it's going to be hard to buy bread. <laughs> or even the grains to, to make bread. Or, you know, it's, it's getting harder and harder to get the things that we need. I have a significant commute each day. And so the price of gasoline is continuing to press up and up and up and I can tell you that that makes me nervous but the scripture says my children will not beg bread the psalmist says I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his children begging bread now it might be hard to find and we might be hungry sometimes but I don't think we're going to be it will be necessary for us to beg other people for bread. We might beg Jesus for bread, but we won't be begging for bread. And I just believe that is true. There's so many other scriptures that give us courage in the midst of these hardships. And uh, we need to remember them. We need to recall them. You know, I was reminded today, in more than one place, 
of James chapter 1 when it says, Consider it joy, my brethren, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, so that patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And so all these trials that test us produce, they produce completeness. A, a mature, godly Christian person. That's what these that's what these produce. And so we ought not to be despairing when we face trials of various kinds, but we ought to have joy. That doesn't mean we have to be happy uh, for everything. It just means that we have a sense of joy that runs deep. I hope your joy runs deep. That's another good name for a podcast series. Uh, deep joy, or uh, joy runs deep. There you go. A couple other podcasts I'll uh, throw out there to you. These are actual podcasts. There's one that's done by a, a very dear uh, relative of mine. And his name is Keith Hinton. And he has a podcast called Dare to Hope. Dare to Hope. Uh, my Uncle Keith is one of the finest preachers I've ever heard. And I've heard a few, and he is outstanding at bringing the truth of the Word of God. So I encourage you to check that one out. Another one that I like a lot is called Wall Builders Live. Wall Builders Live is a very encouraging, biblically focused uh, podcast about current events, which is just really uplifting. It just really gets my heart in the right frame of mind uh, very often. And so I encourage you to listen to that one if you need a little pick-me-up, too. And hopefully you come back to the Preacher Dad podcast and maybe check out PreacherDad.com for more of the same. So one thing I wanted to bring up today, you know, you've seen this uh, in regard to um, this outcry against Russia, and they deserve it, certainly, for um, invading Ukraine. And you've seen people probably pouring out vodka and boycotting Russian products and they're kicking Russia out of uh, soccer tournaments and they're just, everything is anti-Russia, anti-Russia, anti-Russia. We hate Russia. (laughs) Hashtag, we hate Russia. It's just everywhere. Um, And uh, I would not say that it is undeserved. What I would say is that if Christians would behave that way about abortion. If they would get that kind of outrage about the child abuse that happens concerning the transgender debate of our day when they are literally mutilating, (laughs) abusing children, convincing boys that they're girls, and convincing girls they ought to be boys. I mean, this is ridiculous. If we would get that kind of outrage in this nation, boy, things would be a lot different. And it wouldn't have. And I know that part of the reason that this seems to be everywhere is because, well, the left is on board too. Apparently, this is awfully interesting to me. Apparently, the left wants us to go to war with Russia. They seem to be supporting it. They seem to, you know, be close to gleeful. Anytime somebody brings up the idea of actually going, you know. Uh, sending weapons to Ukraine, sending troops. They, <clears throat> I, it seems like they are really in favor of this. 
of, of fighting Russia, literally. But what I'm saying is that, while that's interesting, and their support of the Russian boycott uh, certainly makes it, because I would say there's plenty of people on the right as well that support this Russian boycott, so that makes it, you know, amplified even more. But I'm telling you something. If we would stop purchasing products from companies that support abortion, that openly support abortion, or openly support the homosexual agenda, that openly support um, the, the left-wing ideology that is just absolutely destroying our country. Our country is a wonderful nation, and it's something to be really proud of. We have our faults, but so does every nation. Uh, because nations, I'm not sure if you noticed, nations have people in them. And people, well, they sort of screw things up all the time. People make mistakes, they're sinful. Um, anytime you add people to a situation, it becomes imperfect. Um, I know there's some, you know, there's some, <laughs> there's some uh, advanced artificial intelligence out there that's uh, going to try to take over the world, Terminator style, and just say, all humans must be exterminated. We must get rid of humans. They are the sinful part of the world. All things must be artificial. Well, <laughs> all, of, all joking aside, we do have our faults in this nation, but we sure have a lot to be proud of. And I am, I'm glad to say that I am an American citizen. I am proud of the things that our nation does in the world to advance the truth, to advance freedom. Uh, at least the things we've done in the past. That we're not doing such a great job right now, in my opinion, but the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, if people would boycott uh, organizations that support abortion, organizations that support the uh, the child abuse of transgenderism, that support homosexual marriage, if they, if if we would get the, that kind of outrage over over these things, then you know the left might not be so adamant about promoting them. And maybe we would be able to see things change or get different or get better on behalf of the unborn. You know, we want to stand up and defend Ukraine because they are being oppressed by an enemy. They have a, a bigger, stronger nation that is coming to invade them and, and, and oppress them and attack them and killing their people. And we stand up and justly defend Ukraine, but where is the outcry for the innocent lives of babies that are murdered by the thousands every day? Where is that outcry? There's an abortion committed, I think the last statistic I heard, was every 24 minutes. This is, we have got to recognize the outrage that this is. And we need people to continue. You know, if, if uh, uh, think of another subject, if people would uh, stop patronizing businesses that require vaccinations or that require um, some other ridiculous COVID um, mandates or, or requirements, if we would stop 
uh, patronizing those places, they would quit awful quick. They would quit awful quick. Because, you know, now the science is verifying what we suspected the whole time. Masks are completely ineffective. You can still get the virus if you have the vaccination. And I'm not saying that you should never get the vaccination. I'm just saying that it didn't really work. And even if it did work, we shouldn't be demanding and requiring that people have to do it. Mandating it is a, is a problem. But you know, friend, <laughs> let's, let's remember that there's, there's plenty of wicked things happening right here at home that we need to stand up and protest. We need to protest those things. God bless the People's Convoy circling Washington, D.C. right now. Um, I hope that they are successful in, uh, in their protest. That, that trucker's convoy, the protest that's circling D.C., I support what they're doing, and I hope they succeed. Um, I can't quite make it up there myself personally, but I wish I could. And if I lived uh, where I used to live, <laughs> I don't need to give too many details away. If I live where I used to live, you can guarantee I'd be up there at least once or twice a week. As long as gas stays below $5 a gallon. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I made it home. I'm going to have to go in now and get some other work done. But I hope that you've been encouraged a little bit. And I hope that you keep on fighting. Stay in the battle. Grow not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Don't faint. Stay in there. Hang in there. We'll fight together. Alright, I'll see you next time. God bless you. May He walk with you day by day by day. May you walk with me. God bless you. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.